Welcome to the Creative Plan Podcast Network. Join us as we share our favorite RPGs, one-shot games, tabletop games, reviews of items, and convention panels, and other exciting things that we run into from time to time. Sit back and enjoy the show. Hi, this is Kelly, a.k.a. Trixie from Ragnarok and Roll, a sign to Ragnarok's story, and Tilda Wimblewick from D&D Journey of the 5th Edition. First off, I would just like to say thank you to everyone for listening to our varied adventures, as well as for rating us on iTunes and RPGpodcast.com. If you haven't rated us yet, we would greatly appreciate it if you could. And if you're looking for more ways to support our efforts, we are now on Patreon, a great site where you can help us continue making more podcasts, as well as some special surprises for our patrons. If you can, please look us up at www.patreon.com cppn. Every little bit helps. And again, thank you for listening. I saw that in Vegas. We're live. Oh, really? I yes. Did. I took a Look shot. at these three lovely creatures here today. Hey, Happy hi. Saturday morning. Mm-hmm. At Tuscan. Take Ooh. it away. 45. Woo-hoo. Sorry, there's no tripod. There is only Zool. <laughs> <laughs> Don't open the refrigerator door. No, the eggs. <laughs> Eggs. It is 12, it is 10.02, so. 10.02. Yes. Shall we? So we're here for mashups, pinups. Yeah. And more. Yeah. Pinups, mashups. Gender bend. Gender bend. Is it still gender bend if I don't align to stereotypical gender norms? You can bend all the ways. (laughs) Absolutely. (laughs) Gender bending doesn't necessarily mean that you have to switch a role, does it? Does it mean that you have to yeah, well, it's like my gender bend is when I play Hannah Solo. Okay. I have a steampunk Han Solo, so technically since I'm female, it's a gender bend. Well, I think even if you did Han Solo as a yeah. lady, you could say I'm gender bending. Correct. Right. That's exactly what was my point. Right. Thank you very much, Maddie. Yeah. Lots of options. Lots yeah. of yeah. options. Agreed. I'm getting ready to do a gender bend because I totally love um, The Greatest Show. Yes. And I want to do the Ringmaster, of course. (laughs) She she can do the the acrobat, but I'm way too old for acrobat. (laughs) No clothing required. I do not do leotards anymore. (laughs) I'm so sorry. Sure, so yes, people can please. see we're in here. Yeah. We are in here. Okay. We, we've even been somewhat caffeinated. Yes. And Robert and June are joining us from afar. Hi, June. Hi, Robert. June. Hello, June and Robert. Hello, Robert. Welcome. Dangers of. Yes. Magnets. Well, no. Oh, thank you. Of course it did that. Yeah. <laughs> I was trying to hold the so, stand. What, uh, say, what is your favorite mashup? Costume that you've done. Costume mashup, where we combine two things. Uh huh. Let's see. Hello! What are two mashups that we've done? I like my Arasida because I steampunked it. Because mm-hmm. I can't leave anything alone. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so I took um, from the last Alice, Alice Through the Looking Glass. And I steampunked it um, in a variety of ways. She has 
like clockwork on her chest, and I took her armor and uh, I hammered wire to do the open uh, bustle crinoline. Um, I, 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 I just can't leave it. I don't, this is the purest here. <laughs> Actually, I'm wearing a mashup. Right. Yes. Yeah, because it's a theme. Um, Thank you. I was just um, going to say my, yeah, so, my mashup related to this. Please yeah. explain. Yours. So when I found out the theme of Gaslight um, uh, Steampunk Expo um, for 2018, that it was Tiki Punk. And I'm like, well, of course, I love Steampunk. Um, but how am I going to mash that up with Tiki? So um, me, I started with color because I love, you know, my signature color is blue. So I'm like, blue Blue Hawaiian, blue, blue Hawaiian, blue Hawaiian cocktail. So um, then I started, once I had my idea for the theme, then I started, well, okay, I want to do Victorian, high Victorian, of course. Um, I typically do that. But then I thought of, um, well, how am I going to do this? Well, I want to incorporate a Hawaiian fabric. Let me stand up so you can see this true and that's not really. We should go back to introducing ourselves. We'll no, you should yes. definitely introduce yourselves. Oh. <laughs> Temperance. I've been costuming for decades. Emphasis. <laughs> technical theater from the U of A. Um, uh, yeah. <laughs> and you do steampunk. And I do steampunk. I yes. steampunk. So. Finish off. Oh, but um, so. Oh, of course I had to come have around a the one. table. Right. We can't see your fabric. And you must see this fabric. Yes, it's fabulous. I'm going to um, moderate from Once the Once I found a <laughs> fabric prints that I, that I love, that I had to have, from there I decided to go with uh, some friends and I. We were discussing which Victorian style. So what does Hawaii have? Waterfalls. This is an asymmetrical waterfall apron. <laughs> so, and I love to do ribbon trims. So yes, I wanted does. to do something that sort of would give the impression of a built-in Hawaiian lei. So I trimmed it out completely in a hundred, this is 84 feet of folded, hand-folded beaded ribbon trim <laughs> all the way around. Brava! Oh, wow. So including the hat. Um, so this was my Hawaiian steampunk mashup. Um, I gave thought to not only the fabric choices, the lines, but I wanted to look kind of like a frosted uh, blue Hawaiian cocktail. <laughs> 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 and you do, my darling. Thank I would zip on you. Type of thing. So, is it too early for yeah. that? Taste nice. indeed. But I also thought, ah, you know, I don't want to always do steampunk. I'm going to have a separate skirt for this outfit in the yellow and gold stripe so that it can be an everyday, like sort of boating ensemble because the stripes and the blue and gold were traditional English seaside colors. Oh, gorgeous. Well, my favorite mashup so far, I'm getting ready to do another one. Tisha, who are you? Oh yes, well, Penny Black is the name. Costumery <laughs> is, is the game. Um, I've been cosplaying for way too many years, but that will date me, honey. So we won't say that. Um, I actually got started in the makeup and hair. 
and that led me to doing costuming. Um, I was drug in by this lady, um, who happens to be my lovely sister. <laughs> and, um, we have been doing sewing and costuming. We started in the Society for Creative Anachronism and started doing steampunk about eight, eight years ago eight now, years I, ago, I believe. Um, had never looked back because it is absolutely fantastic and you watching all know what I mean. So, um, I actually have my favorite mashup from the same exact event, mm -hmm. Gaslight Expo oh, 2018. I will be wearing it later today, so tune in for the fashion show because I'm sure we will be showing that live as well. Um, she will be resplendent. <laughs> yes. I did a um, doll Carmen Miranda. And I also took her a little steampunk and a little Victorian. I, for the first time, did traditional Victorian patterns. I did a, a tulip trumpet skirt and doctored it. Uh, <laughs> doctored the heck out of it. <laughs> <laughs> to extreme measures, we'll see. Um, I did a butterfly, um, a butterfly bustle that I actually um, cut up quite a bit, so it does not have a train because, well, you'll see later. But I had wonderful ruffles that I wanted to expose, and so I did not want to have a train that got in the way of all the fabulousness. Um, instead of doing actually a corset top, I took a crop top and did for the first time ever pleating of my own. Um, and some ruffles, magical ruffles. I didn't have time to do this wonderful trim that Madame Tavrensia has told me to do. Um, uh, I, she's shown me several times, and if you ask me right now off the top of my head, I probably could not show you. Um, and then I made, for the first time ever, my first hat. Um, actually, yes, uh, based on a, this very construction here by Madame Askew and lovely Tembrance showed me the base knowledge for that. And um, then built it with a lot, a lot, and a lot of fruit. <laughs> um, I also constructed earrings, um, decorated my own shoes, and I had a sidekick. <laughs> so he was dressed lovely as well. He does not have his costume from the original um, debut of the costume. Did you wake you up? <laughs> yeah, he's like all thing. But that was probably my favorite mashup to date. Um, I do have a clockwork doll key that I will be wearing as well. That came with a pauldron I made and a little friend named Tiki. Mm. You will get to see later. So please tune in for our fashion show 5 at 5 p.m. Lovely room as well. That's 5 p.m. Mountain Standard Time. Oh, that is <laughs> not a plug for the fashion show or anything like that. No, plug no. away. <laughs> <laughs> and who are you, Madam? Madam Nelly. That's me. Yes. <laughs> who are you? Um, Mademoiselle, I've been costuming longer than either of them have been alive. <laughs> Valid. <laughs> Boys. I am that not her sister. Feel so much younger. But I love her for that. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. They're all sisters of the needle. Um, and yeah, I've done. I started as a child. I didn't know you could dress up any other day than Halloween. I just dressed up all the time. <laughs> I was the weird kid. 
And I don't think I've done but one costume that is not a mashup, in all honesty. My Mazkanad is the only one I tried um, to. Yeah, that was pretty pure. I tried to stay pure. Sand on that was one. amazing. I did. I did just yeah. a little steampunk on. Just a little. I can tell you the best part about her Mazkanada. She got this infection in her nose, oh, and it made it swell up like a little ball, but it was red, and it was perfect it was for her fabulous. cosplay. But I couldn't wear any makeup, <laughs> so it was like there was no makeup to go with Mazkanada. Uh, but she did amazing on the costume to match for someone who doesn't really to stay true to items. Um, she is very much branch outside of the box, and she did a great job. I, I love to take something that inspires me. So my next build is going to be Mother Malkin from Seventh Son. That's her next project. Yeah, that's her next project. And um, and the same thing. Like I looked at her costume, and it's stunning. But I don't. It's it's. I know it's homage to do a direct, but to me, it's just as much a compliment to take that inspiration and do your own thing with it. And so, to me, mashups are very much about get that inspiration and then take it where you want it to go. Whatever your dream, whatever. The greatest thing about steampunk to me is it's whatever your imagination can come up with is acceptable. Unlike some other, you know, groups that want you to like follow the toe the line. Yes. And I I just love Which can be great too. There is a lot not to knock them. Oh no, 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 it's beautiful and I do yes, that stuff too. But this to is so much fun because I'm not restricted. Being meticulous and learning yeah. learning how to follow a guideline and uh, Right. And yeah. understanding the history and doing right. like you knew about the blue and gold yeah. being the English seaside right. colors and stuff right. like that, you know. So this this is a mashup. What I'm wearing is a mashup because it is a traditional period. Uh, sporting bicycling outfit for women. Yes, it's so pretty. However, it's been twisted modern because this piece would not have existed. It would have just stopped at the jacket. And then, and of course my fabrics are like, while they're linen and silks, which is appropriate, they're covered in little cutouts that I made of airplanes and bicycles and things that are not appropriate. But it goes with it to me, so it was what my vision was. So I don't think I have anything that's not a mashup other than that one costume. I have a question for you three delightful creatures. Yes. When you are going to do an homage, a mashup, or a pinup version of something, or a crossplay of something, how do you pick your iconic details to make that? character carry through the change process um like well i did a star wars princess leia um once uh original uh new hope uh princess leia and hers is, it's a very simple gown with a belt that has some features on it um uh, but it, it's all white she has the ram sword head and horn headdress so what i did was of course I'm gonna have a white skirt because I'm gonna do, you know, um, <laughs> no, wait for me. Um, white, you know, blouse with uh, um, the sleeves. But what I did was okay. First thing iconic about her is that ram's horn headdress. Right. Everyone knows Princess Leia with the ram's horn headdress. Yeah. So okay, I start there. How am I gonna do that steampunk? 
Well, what I did was I actually took a little bit of medieval and did a um, reticulated headdress with on the side, and made out lovely. of brass. It's it's um, so, and then she has the hood on hers. So what I did to make it a steampunk was to make it an actual separate item um, uh, so I could flip it up but so it gives it up layers. Right. And instead of her white belt with the silver accents and designs on it, I did a, um, a gray uh, waist center or Spanish- Spanish um, belt. Belt over my, uh, okay. over the outfit, over the corset, mm -hmm. um, to give, the, to tie in that differentiation. Um, and that's kind of how I did my Princess Leia. You that's know. very recognizable. Yeah. That is an excellent question because it's a great fear when you are going to do a mashup that your character will be recognizable in the steampunk world. Um, I had a fear doing Carmen <laughs> that I was going to get the Chiquita Banana Girl. <laughs> oh, <laughs> people wouldn't remember Carmen because she is such a dated character. Um, but she was very recognizable in her time. Um, so my big thing when we talked it out was, well, it has to be a fruit hat. Mm -hmm. Everybody knows the fruit hat. It was the same thing with Leia's rules, right? If I could do a fruit hat, um, she did bright color for outfits. She did a lot of ruffles. She did big sleeves. Um, you know, my original build for a sleeve and the thing I'm still working on is to do an actual build that will be metal pieces that come out in form of pineapple. Um, and it will actually be two arm, might end up one because I do have a little attachment I have to carry around all the time. Um, it's like a tuna. <laughs> and um, it, will actually be, it will actually be a metal build um, that I'm creating out of foam, but I will, um, Metal is a problem. It's um, heavy. It's heavy. <laughs> and, hot, and it cuts you. Um, and it will actually be a build that looks like um, pieces that come out. Um, it's hard to describe when you're pointing it, but it basically will come out like this in a diamond shape all around in a basket weave and form a shape that looks like a pineapple that will be painted into rusted metal. And that will be an arm guard um, around the entire upper arm. Um, that will be my big steampunk ta-da piece um, that will really give it its its whole big bang theory. Right. Um, but it was really, really having one pronounced piece to me. If you can do that, that really ties into your character. Um, props are another way to do it. If your character has a prop um, or a theme or if it has one iconic thing, or traditional outfit color. There's a color theme that they go with traditionally. That's another way to do it as well. Yeah, so, since we're talking about the tiki one, um, so I decided to do Calypso from Pirates of the Caribbean, and I'm obviously not the right shade for that. And um, She did not blackface. I did not. <laughs> because you're a kind and sensible person. Yes. I, I am, okay. and I, I really don't want anyone to deck me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm old for that. I break easy. So, um, so when I was looking at her um, and looking at what would be iconic, so it would be recognizable as Calypso, 
uh, because I was obviously going to twist it steampunk. Um, I looked at the ruffles and ragged, and you know, she just was everything was kind of ragged, haphazard. The colors had like they were bright colors, but they were like dirtied. Patina. Yeah, um, and so I tried to follow that, and then um, and then I tried to pull ocean things in because she is the ocean, the sea witch. Um, so the the headpiece became one of those things that I could make very much look like water. And so I ended up with the, the foam wig that was like nine million miles high. And yesterday, someone who had not seen me before asked me what I was. And when he described me to a lady who could not see, he said, yeah, her head is like waves. And I'm like, oh my God, you so got it. So, um, so but yeah, trying and um, in order to capture the, the her makeup is very minimalist, but she's dark. I did some wasteland makeup to pull that dark in. Like a voodoo goddess. Yeah, so I, I did some voodoo priestess wasteland combination, um, and it, I think it really pulled, the makeup actually pulled a lot of what she was into it, because she was like a witch, a priestess, you know. So, uh, yeah, it's, it, each piece is different. Each piece, you, know, you have to look at it and what speaks to you that is iconic from it. You're right, the headdress was such a great one and, and your hat, but when I picked Calypso, she didn't have anything like that. So I had to really look at it and figure out what would make it still. But some of the accents to your wig were reminiscent of her style of hair in the movie. Right. But just so, more, yeah, it was I stylized. Did the that kind of looked like dress. Right. Yeah. yeah. Because you didn't wear dreads. Right. Well, and the Kraken was hers, and so I had lots of octopuses on me. <laughs> so I have a octopi. I'm sorry, octopi. Three ladies. Yes. Um. Uh. Because of course we all just had Tucson Comic Con, and we've yes. all been to many other cons. Um. Uh. What favorite mashup have you seen? Not one that you have personally done, but uh, from others. Like, for example, mine. I went to this panel at Phoenix Comic Con once. And these lovely ladies did a mashup of Assassin's Creed with Disney princesses. <gasps> oh and my god! Awesome. It was amazing. It was show you the pictures. These ladies put in. So what they it did was, was they took the very, you know, very popular, you know, hood style, mm -hmm. um, and uh, th those ensembles. But then they incorporated each Disney princess's hair, their colors of their outfits. Oh, if they awesome. had, like, there was one who did Tangled, mm -hmm. and she even had a little Pasquale. <laughs> oh my gosh. And, and, and they, I mean, they were so incredibly well done. All of their uh, armors and yes. stuff were in yeah. their color schemes from the Disney oh, princesses. Mm -hmm. And they just looked amazing. That is oh, probably gosh. my favorite favorite mashup that I have seen done you mean that I haven't personally done or you know yeah. but that was like yes oh my god this was done so incredibly well and they did they took each like so for example the one that was dressed as Snow White so yeah she had the whole pointed hood type of thing but her um, coat 
had the puff and slash sleeves oh, of the it. traditional oh, Disney princess. Oh, and it totally picture. No, I don't. Oh my god! Um, I'll find them. It was yeah, from a few years ago. My husband may have some, but um, uh, it was just amazing. Yeah. How oh, well god. these ladies what, did what it. A great thought. Yeah. And it, and seeing uh, a range. I mean, not just one would make you happy, yeah. but seeing multiple <laughs> together yeah. at the yeah. same time, it was like. Yeah, yeah. Oh, and they were just really super nice. Oh my I think um, the the one I remember most that struck me is just so beautifully done. What um, Diane Lynn did, um, uh, Maleficent, and they did the fairies, and they did it medieval. Ooh. And oh yeah, it was just so she had the um, she had henan horns uh -huh. and uh, yeah and. The, the he did the three fairies along with her and they all matched the colors More again they followed whether they but they all did these Renaissance medieval style dresses and it was just yeah, and they were all excellent mm -hmm. seamstresses on top of it so and the makeup and everything was the movie they kept to the iconic movie but they took all of the clothing to the Renaissance medieval time period and it was just, it was really a beautiful rendition of it. I can be like, very impactful. It was, it was. It was just, yeah. I was like, wow. <laughs> my favorite was from Costume Con, the first year that we went um, up to Wisconsin. And these um, ladies were a little elderly, but they did um, Victorian, complete Victorian costumes, and they did gargoyles. And oh they my did total gray makeup. Their outfits were completely gray. And they were all grayed out. Their hair, their faces, their hands, everything was gray. And their dresses were gray. And it was complete flawless color. Yeah, like, the color matching was, was exactly and their skit on stage, they just changed poses. They were <laughs> Yeah. Oh my god. So the lights would blink off and then they would I be in another pose when the lights oh, came on. Oh, so they were weeping angels. Yes. But they were done. But they did like Victorian. the Royals Victorian, yes. Oh my god. <laughs> I would love it to was have seen epic. that. I, I might epic. have pictures. Oh, I would love to see that. It was epic. And their, their gowns were, they were in um, the, I don't know if I What's ex, expert level? Mm. So the gowns. Were, masters. Yeah, masters. they were master masters, level. They were. Oh, and yeah. it's so adorable when kids do it too. Yeah. One of the Tuscans we saw a uh, a family do uh, Doctor Who, and it was a pink Dalek, uh, like a Hello Kitty Dalek. It was so sweet. Oh. It was adorable. Oh my God, she was amazing. And kids steal the show. You don't ever do. take children or dogs with you. Ask ask Miss Penny. No, you get shown <laughs> you get shown up every time. <laughs> so we asked what your next mashup was. Yes. Oh, Can my? you talk about your next yes. mashup? Yes. Um, uh, Wild Wild West Con, as you all know, is coming up second weekend of March. Yes, yes, yes. And its theme is the Galactic uh, Steampunk Federation. Robots. So sci-fi. So I wholly expect numerous mashups in all their exquisite beauty yes. um, and I will be attempting to do one um, and I'm going to be doing a uh, original series Spock 
Lovely. Oh, yes. Okay. Victorian. <laughs> yes, I have. I've planned um, uh, that, that I'm going to attempt to do that. I even already have the ears. A friend of mine, Bruce, gave me ears. I'll do, of course, the wig. Right. You know, I'll do a page boy wig. Because, of course, this is also a gender bend. Right. Yes. I will not be. Perfect. I will actually be doing a skirt. It's going to be instead of black pants, I'm doing a black skirt. And I'm even thinking of cropping it because, of course, they had the cropped the boots. The boots. Yeah, the scant. The scant. Because they had the cropped. Or you cropped. Can do bloomers. No, no. I no, want no, no. the skirts. Have we met I like the skirts. Just do bloomers. I'm still <laughs> doing bloomers. I got bloomers on now. Show me bloomers. Do we all? Because I want to do a polonaise. Oh, okay. I want to do a polonaise. Okay. For my Spock. And I'm even thinking maybe then that one day, then we're the gold sash and a fake beard. Ah! <laughs> mirror, mirror. Yes. So I, I know I'm, secrets. I'm so so good. <laughs> that is my Can't my next. Wait. Yes. So I mean, well, that you know, that is my next illogical step. <laughs> I'm sure it will be a great success. You can't really see it probably because my hat's on. Oh, it's good. Yeah. I have heard a rumor. A few other people are considering doing Mirror Mirror mm -hmm. one day, so. <laughs> I've heard that. So, yes, I am going to be doing original series Spock. I have no idea. But, but because, okay, I had the idea because why? I like blue. It's my signature color. Who wears blue in a sci-fi kind of thing? Spock. Okay. He's green and blue looks good. <laughs> so no, well, it green, brings out your color. <laughs> he was originally supposed to be red skin, but it was too devil-like. Um, oh, like with the ears. Yeah. So I took okay. I can use my signature blue because I like to make things that I can mix and match with. Come on, we're both fans of blue. Yes. Yes. Um, and plus, being able to I've reuse accessories right, and other items. Is a boon. Um, uh, so I go, okay, I'll do blue. Where's blue? Spock. Okay, I've always wanted to try this outfit. So I'm going to do a polonaise, um, uh, which is sort of like a uh, the bodice with a overskirt attached to it. Um, right. Sort of like a day dress. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. no, Victorian. Yes. And since yeah. I, you know, the iconic uniform is the black crop pants with the boots and the... Um, shirt, you know, okay, I'll wear a black skirt with my black boots, blue polonaise, of course, I'll do a page boy wig. Um, um, gold <laughs> rickrack. Only if I get your help, because, huh? Gold rickrack. Yes, gold rickrack, although there is actually, it's not true rickrack, there is a special, I will actually try to get the more accurate screen version. I got some friends. They know where they can. They can tell me where. Give me the hookup. Oh, where I, I can I find your it. Friend. Yes, <laughs> yes, the most delightful man. Uh, and uh, so I can try and get the original. You know, although I was thinking of doing a, a three-quarter. You know, with the poof, I might go for a full-length sleeve just so I can do slightly more I might have to screen accurate. <laughs> we might have to. Light green. Airbrush you a pale no, green. No, no. So, weren't you just talking about doing a pinup, Miss Miss Penny? Yes, but I didn't talk about my next mashup. So that's oh, okay. mine. So, <laughs> no. Okay, so my next mashup will be for. I hope it's not before then. It could be. We have so many cons. I get. <laughs> I get lost. So, Which do you have any questions, Priya? 
all? No, not so, so many of you. Any, any of on questions? On the you know. line? They're beating down the doors at 10 a.m. to come to the But I've got to tell Everybody's you, still sleeping. there are a lot of positive comments from oh, our yeah, friends at okay. Bar. That's great. You are okay. very excited. So my next mashup will be for, um, we are actually heading to Costume Con in Massachusetts. And um, since the theme in the original Salem. Mm -hmm. uh, okay, now are we talking the original Salem? Because Salem, Massachusetts is not the original Salem. Correct. We were told this by yes. the master. The original <laughs> Salem, because uh, my family's from Massachusetts, and I've been there many times, is actually Danvers, Massachusetts. Which is where the con Which is. Which is where the con is. Mm -hmm. Danvers, so just a little history lesson for yes. you. <laughs> they changed their name because of all the bad press. They did. Wouldn't I, you? I mean, I, no one would leave there. It would be very sad. Everyone was moving away. Yes. And <laughs> a funny side note, uh, the uh, um, uh, Danvers Mental Institution there that they have redone to like condos and stuff was actually where my grandmother worked, and they filmed the movie uh, Session 9. I don't know oh. <laughs> <laughs> Neither do I. I have quite the imagination, and I don't sleep after I watch horrors. I watched The Birds as a kid, and my mother had to give me a tranquilizer. My grandmother actually <laughs> watched the whole thing, and she only watched miniseries, you know? Yeah. She watched the whole thing, and it was so cute because she's like, oh, well, this is where we used to do this, and oh, that's where we used to do that. <laughs> you know, back in, like, the early days, you know, because, of course, she was born in, like, 1915. I was going to say 12. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's what you know, I always say when they're like. Well, that's oh. actually the year the Titanic sank. 1912. That's a good year. And that's where I came from. Yes. A yes. good year, or maybe a bad year. Or maybe a bad year. Depending on how you look at it. So you didn't so, tell us your yes, mashup. Yes. So my, my mashup is going to be Hella. Ooh. Yes. I am doing a steam. Ooh, I love the sound effects. That was lovely and perfectly timed. I'm excited. I'm excited as well. I am actually going to do a steampunk color. And instead of doing a full body suit, I am going to do a corset. And it will glow. Ooh. Because we have the master of glow. Because I live with a lighting expert. <laughs> I have a turning key that's based on an Arduino that is motion activated and moves as fast as I move. So just imagine what my corset will do. Oh, looking forward to that. I'm so excited. <laughs> <laughs> so excited. I'm very excited. So yes, I will have a light up corset that you will not see during the day because it will actually be covered in a black film. And so it will just look like it's green and then it will actually light up green. Oh, yes. Fabulous. So very excited. <laughs> very excited. And she's going to do a lot of crunches before then. Yeah. <laughs> More squats, I think. <laughs> I saw my backside in the mirror here and I was not excited about all the work I have ahead of me until March. It looks very pert to me. Thank you, love. Um, so, now have any of you done any pinups or are you planning pinups? Okay, so, pinup by definition, are we talking about pinup, pinup? I mean, you give us a working definition of pinup and that's what we're talking about. Well, I was thinking like pinup that you saw in the olden days. Yes. Okay. So we just did our first forties costumes that we will be displaying tomorrow, and um, we just had this conversation yesterday, Magnus and you and I. I was thinking, oh, I totally love retro, like love it. When I performed with the band I had previously, um, that we performed last year, Dickens T, actually, 
um, the style of music that we did was perfect for a retro dress. And I was thinking of doing my next four of these as a pinup, actually. I think it would be quite fun. I love the makeup, I love the music, I love the style. Penny would be perfect for it because she's a doll and a pinup doll. I mean, who doesn't need one of those? <laughs> it seems her on the nose. For it. It's good. Mm -hmm. Right. Like, I, mean, I didn't mean like you can't have Penny the pinup doll. She's for sale. <laughs> we sell pictures. We could do photos. <laughs> <laughs> Those could be for sale. For a fee. Yes. <laughs> for a fee. But Penny makes a nominal fee. Penny needs to make a living. <laughs> <laughs> what are some of the elements you think are key in a pinup? You talked about sort of the era. Yes. Hair. Makeup. Exposed leg. There, there's a lot of yeah. leg. There was a lot of leg. I think pinup's legs leg. are very, very key. Um, pinup. I think the whole thing with the pinup is class. It was, an, it was an attitude, an attitude with pinups. Um, nowadays, there's not a. So like they don't have the, the same class. Yeah, there's not a genetic claw yeah. about a pinup had a. Yeah, there was and a certain air charm. About her. There was a charm, there was a flirt, there was a look. Well, and they, they all had a look, too. Like, yeah, if you look at the pinups, there would be a cowboy, there, a... there would be a beach, there would be a, yes. you know, the negligee. Whatever whatever they did, they they followed the whole, everything followed that whole theme. I Go think. look at Corset Story. I think they do pinup perfect. They do. They all have very full lips. There's this glamour hair, there's, this, there's a winged eye, there's, um... Glamour and glitz. Glamour. They're very glamorous. They're very glamorous. Pinups are very glamorous. And you think high class. You think, I would like Because to they don't have to be, it. they're not overly revealing. No. 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 You uh, don't uh, have to be. Exactly. I mean, it's like. A pinup could be in a cut off pair of shorts mm -hmm. and a button down plaid shirt tied at the waist. Right. Mm -hmm. There's a lovely pinup from the era who did even um, pin up in like uh, red long underwears. Yes. So yes. that's pretty. I could totally do that one. Concealing. Yes. 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 And I would put a fake yes. butt under it and have the flap mm -hmm. open. That would be so much fun. Yeah. <laughs> sort of like a burlesque. It's like a photograph yes. burlesque where it's Gypsy. art of the allure and seduction without actually Legal. being, Correct. you know, you're Absolutely. not. Yeah. If I were to do a pinup, it's the idea. Yeah, I would do like, um, so I'm in love with the 40s musicals yes. and uh, Ginger Rogers and the costumes. The feathers, I like the, the feathers and all of that. If I were to do one, I would do a short diamonds. version of one of her dance costumes, you know, because so, I still want enough coverage because at my age, some things aren't sitting in the same place they used to. Gravity is not our And, um, um, so yes, so we want to disguise those and show the things that look good. Yeah, I think Gypsy Rose said it best: always leave them wanting more. Right. That's what pinups were about. Right. Always leave them wanting more. And they're starting to come out with patterns now too. So for those of us who are pattern bound, which that was really interesting last night in the panel, talking about panel. she hated panel, uh, she hated patterns. patterns. <laughs> um, uh, but if you are it is a good jump off point. There are like now a number of the uh, superheroes mm -hmm. that they're the putting DC out as pinup 
Yeah, the bombshell line. I've done yeah, that. and they're DC adorable. Line. Their great jump off point is so much fun. By try the way, if you are doing the DC bombshell line, boy short. That is not made for anyone <laughs> except a Japanese little girl that has no hips, no and no butt, and no. You will have to adjust the pattern unless she's twelve. Yes, I made that boy short. I am not a large person. I'm not a small person. Yeah, you are. You're but fairly I'm an petite. Average person. I'm pretty petite. That short <laughs> did not cover a butt. Did cheek. not cover. My thigh. <laughs> I love that DC bombshell pattern. I made it as an Alice. I made an Alice in Wonderland outfit, and I did the top piece. Loved it. Fit beautifully. I did it out of a crepe satin. Has no stretch. I don't recommend cutting that boy short anywhere near your size. Cut it about three sizes bigger. Get and work your way bombshell down. Bombshell boy short. Do a mock-up first. I three cut sizes yeah. larger. I cut two just sizes to... larger, and, it, and it did not fit. Yeah. Yes, yeah. and I did the my measurements and everything, and still. But so that's a really yeah. good point. If you're going to use vintage, so vintage patterns yeah. are a thing. Yes. You can find them. They're yes. out there. They're uncut. They're amazing. Mm -hmm. Um, they're also a lot of the companies are bringing them back because there's interest in them. Be very careful about the sizing because if it says it's original sizing, if you currently wear a size eight, you're probably going to need a fourteen, sixteen, maybe even an eighteen. I am a size two four. I cut at a size eight ten. Right. <laughs> so be very careful if you're using a vintage pattern to start off from. Take your measurements. Do a mock-up. Please don't cut your beautiful fabric. Don't you know, because uh, you will cry. A patchwork skirt. Yeah. That adorable. But yeah. What I was looking for. But vintage patterns are sized very differently than what we have today. So be very careful in that. And I think that's part of the problem with the bombshell thing. Mm -hmm. Is they went back, found some vintage patterns, reproduced them, but didn't warn people that they were vintage sized. It's like doing a medieval redaction recipe. <laughs> Where they give you no measurements? Right. Yes. And they say a farthing, and you do a cup. And they really meant a bushel. <laughs> so, do you have any more questions for us, Matthew? Do we have any questions in the audience? No, we have a few minutes. Mashups? Gender, Gender bending? bending? Nothing? I, I, I just want to say you guys are amazing. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. You do a mean Jane though. Oh. Yeah. I yeah. said right off the It's all about the hat. Yeah. <laughs> so there's another way to start too. Oh yes. Here, let me show you my costume. Everyone else showed you theirs. And, and yeah. Here, you take, take off everything. Yeah. On the bookshelf. There's another way to start <laughs> past the shelf. Let's talk about this. So, excuse my runny nose here. So, Mommy said she had to have that jacket. This is an she interesting did. way to costume. So this shirt was a purchase that I adapted. So show you oh, she's stripping now. It's a little early for that. Baby. Well, we were talking about pinups, so I just thought I would. So I added the details of the buttons and the trim to just make it more tailored to the costume. I made the skirt in completion to match. And then I had a horrific accident where bleach got into my washing machine. Mm. 
And my mom said, just leave it. It looks like a squid's bit on your outfit. <laughs> I'm a too much of a perfectionist. So I had to replace the entire blue section. And I matched that blue ribbon exactly to where my blue was. So ripping out the blue to match and leave the ribbon in place was a nightmare. <laughs> But I did it, and the white had to get fully lined because it was a little thin, but the waistband was going to be horrible to replace. So I just added ribbon over the top of it to match the rest of it. Looks fabulous. Or oh, he went good with call. this. Good call. Yes. And, and the jacket. Then, believe it or not, I found this jacket at a second-hand store. Oh, wow. It is a Betsy Johnson. <gasps> And it came with a dress. I, I had to buy it for her. <laughs> I made her buy the dress, but I said, I will buy you the jacket because, like, you need that jacket. That has to happen. Yes. It did for all of us. For was all of us. Yes. Second hand store called To Be Continued in, in Phoenix. Scottsdale. Mm -hmm. And this keeps happening to the buttons because apparently, when you buy the designer second hand, mm -hmm. they send we, the buttons. We have a sewing like kit in the. Yeah. Um, Thank you. We have three. Yeah. How many customers yes. don't have a sewing? But kit. it did come with four replacement buttons. Oh, nice. So there's that. So another way to do a costume: find bits and pieces, add your detail to make it match, and then make a piece to go along with it. Mm -hmm. That is another way to start. This was what I think my very first steampunk costume. That you did, yes. First skirt I made that was a steampunk piece, and um, I changed the hat out a couple times. And um, so you don't always have to start, you know, the hard way by making I'm a full piece. Hold it. Stand up. I'm gonna fix your pleat. Thank you. The pleat was wrong. It had to be fixed. Yes, it was. It was tucked up. It was horrible. That won't do. No, you can't have that. And um, and then I made this little aviator cap because he needed his goggles. Right. Oh, and then I, I rub and buff these. Yes. Well, I had you. <laughs> he needed them. It's much easier to sew with dogs. Have you ever done that? Have you found a piece that you just said, okay, I'm going to build a cop? It's hard that? for me to find pieces. Is I can't it? chop off the rack for most places. But um, fortunately, places like... Um, there are certain plus now plus size um, uh, uh, clothiers that do go. Hey, plus size girls like stylish stuff too. Yeah, yes, why not? Thank you. So now, like places like Torrid, I'll get like a yeah. military style jacket. Yeah. Yeah. And so, like for when I went to TeslaCon for my first time, <laughs> I got a um, this beautiful coat, very uh, old school kind of vintage looking, but um, and then to make it just a little more steampunk and a little warmer since I was going to Wisconsin, Wisconsin. in November, the yes, end of so November. And um, I had made a, I wore the coat over my steampunk outfit. Um, and then over the, over the coat, I had a faux fur lined capelet that I wore with it. And the coat was gray but the um, cable was black. And of course I had black boots on and stuff. And I, and I had a black muff that was given to me by a friend who had made it. Um, I was so <laughs> comfy and warm. 
And I had to walk over a mile from my hotel to where the con was. And it was the first snow of the year. Oh. And fortunately, I did have my husband with me because these boots do not have any gripping. There's like, it was like, I could have ice skated, you know. I almost did, <laughs> but he caught me. <laughs> um, so I had my, I, I didn't have any extra like costume underneath, my regular steampunk. I had my muff, that coat, and the capelet. I was cozy. I was so nice. And we walked home in a winter wonderland, literally snowing, and it was beautiful. And and that was just a find. And then when I would come into the hotel, people would like, oh, you look so amazing, you know. It's like, but of course, it was too hot to keep keep wearing it. But you know, but it was good. The finds are good. And you just add a little extra item to it, and pow, yeah, it just sinks. My costume tomorrow was built completely off of a pair of shoes. Yes, it is. Yes. <laughs> sure, that have been sitting in the closet for a couple of years. She's going, I need to make something to go with this. Yep. Have like, you had the shoes? Had to. They look like Manolo Blahniks, and I got them for $20. Yeah, do. Quiet. So we have a couple of minutes left. Do you have any last advice you'd like to share? Tidbits about mashups, pinups, or gender bending. I would say if there's a character that speaks to you, Go for it. And like, oh, you know, that's not, you know, it's not my body type or it's not my gender or it's not my, if it, if that character speaks to you, there's nothing stopping you but yourself. That is true. I did for the first time, um, two years ago, um, Jaya from Star Trek and her costume is almost completely comprised, comprised of leather. I had not seen leather ever in my life. I did that entire costume myself, sewed most of the leather by hand. I was so proud of all the accomplishment of making that costume, and I found a way to do it. So, absolutely right, Miss Temperance. There is a costume that you see no matter the gender, no matter if it's spandex and you've never worn spandex, you don't have to make it out of spandex. Hella is spandex. I am wearing leggings that I will make out of spandex somehow. I've never sewn spandex. I've never made a corset. I don't know how to make it light up. I'm making foam arm things. I don't do foam. Find a way, just do it, experiment. You will learn something new. You will be proud of your costume and you will be so happy that you did it will be very proud to wear it. I think my dark crystal is that way. So um, I, I, my daughter grew up with she, all the fantasy movies, Legend and Labyrinth and Dark Crystal. And, <laughs> and we love Dark Crystal. I, I, it's one of my favorite Jim Henson movies. And uh, I wanted to do a Lance Strider and I'm not a spring chicken and it requires stilts. And everyone's like, you're nuts. I can do this and I got um, drywall stilts and steampunk them so that they it looked appropriate and my my Lance Strider happened to have been the one that got pushed off the cliff he could survive he was just a little battered he had some parts replaced like an eyeball <laughs> his feet you know and it was a, a bunch of things I had never done before one I'd never walked on stilts before and I had to do four legs 
Um, and I had never done a big foam build ever. I had done little foam pieces. Then it was big foam build and it was fur. And I had paper mache before, but it had been a long time ago. So, and I paper mache the head. And so I did a lot of things that I was not, I was very intimidated by doing it, but the end result was so much fun. And people still recognized as much as I battered that poor thing. <laughs> And twisted him to the, the steampunk side. People went, that's from that, that movie with the puppets. <laughs> so, um, so, yeah, don't be intimidated by anything. And don't let people tell you what you can and cannot cosplay. If it, if it does talk to you, do it. Find a way to do it. You know, ask by, friends. Ask people you know for advice. Come right. to any of us. We all are on The community is very open to helping We're other on people. Facebook. Madam Mosquino has had to get a hold of all of us. Um, we're all happy to give advice. We hold workshops at our house all the time. We have tutorials and we have tutorials. Yeah, they do Tuesdays. wonderful We're going to start doing some tutorials with Madam Mosquino. Um, yeah. And we're all happy to help. Always. Yeah. We don't hoard our knowledge. Oh, cosplayers like to help other cosplayers because yep. their success is our joy. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. We want everyone we to look spectacular. We should do that. Oh, look at how spectacular. Oh my gosh, look where you That happens all the time. I taught a friend to sew, you know, and she's like way better than you. Yeah. You say that every time, but we all it's know. It's true. No. Yes. Oh my God, she's amazing. Who won the, the compliment duel last weekend? Yes. About the self-deprecating? Yes. I did. Yes. Your cut off. Yes. Um, yes. She's an amazing seamstress. We yes. won't go there. Yeah. You just have to accept the compliments. Sorry. Not sorry. Um, thank you all so much. Thank you for tuning for being in all of you at home. We hope to see you at the fashion show. Five o'clock. Yep. Mountain, Mountain Standard Time. Woohoo! Are we done? Cosplay will find a way. <laughs> Mostly through coffee or tea. We came for cosplay. Thank you for listening to the Creative Play and Podcast Network. And feel free to enjoy our other shows, such as D&D Journey of the Fifth Edition and Scion Ragnarok and Roll, a Scion hero to Ragnarok story. Thank you for listening.